All right, what is happening? What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Happy Friday out there. Uh, Deep Dive Friday. And on today's show, we're going to break down Carolina and uh, Florida in the NHL, going back to some NHL playoffs for Friday's show. And we actually have two bets. We're going to go Carolina plus 140 for the series, series price. And we're also going to take Carolina minus 145 for game two. So two bets for today, series price, game two price. Let's start off with the individual game. Because we obviously gave out game one that came in a loser after the four overtime, six hour game last night. That was long and crazy and frustrating, to be honest. But game one, sixth longest game in NHL history. And Florida ended up winning at the very, very end of the fourth overtime. And you know what? Games like this, situations like this, is where I love having access to a lot of data. Because we can look back and see what a lot of late games and games that took a long time, how that impacts series, how that impacts teams moving forward. Because they, I was surprised by a couple things I found, and I was not surprised. Some things were, were pretty obvious to me. But what you find in these long games, in these overtime games, games that take a while, is that what I found consistently affected the results, or like what, what would happen afterwards, is that the impact of the result or the impact of how it motivated or demotivated the team really mattered in how they responded. And then the home city, if you're if you're in your home city, that seems to matter a lot too. So those two things, what was the impact of the result? And are you in your home city? Those two things seem to matter after these really long games. So let's go into detail for those. Uh, the first, the impact of the result. If it's game six and... You you play a long game and your in your in your team is up three two and it's game six and you play a four overtime game and lose. Historically, that's been devastating for the team that's lost. Okay, the impact of the result they could have won the series. Instead, it drags on. They lose in overtime. Historically, the team that wins has a big boost the following game. But if it's something like this, where it's game one or it just tied one one, and it's not a giant, or you know, every game in a playoff series is big. But obviously, there's some games that are considered bigger than others. Game ones or, or, or early in the series, it's much less of that result. The impact of the result does not have as big of a devastating blow to the team that loses. If anything, early in the series, you see a boost. You see that team kind of get boosted. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second is is home ice. And I think that home teams that lose, um, and again, it's not considered to be a, a huge game in the series. I think they benefit. And my guess would be it's from things like sleeping in their own bed, going through their normal routine, having access to all the things they would need and more in a situation like that. Because let's face it, you're not on the road traveling. You're not planning on playing, you know, more than what would they play? So that was uh, four overtimes means they played a total of seven periods. That's two games in one period. That's two and a third games they played in one night. So Florida didn't travel with everything that they would. Now it's the playoffs. I'm sure they're well equipped. They have money. They can fly stuff in. They could buy stuff. It's not like you know, like a little league trip where they're going to have to go to Target and get new shoes. But the point is, 
it's it's so much more of a beneficial thing. To, and, and the stats prove this, right? I'm just talking about why my opinion is that's happening because the numbers say this is a fact. My 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 process here is just kind of talking through why that might be. And that's likely why it is. You know, for these professional athletes, routine matters and going through the same thing matters. That's why home ice, home field, home court, that all matters for a reason. It's not just the the decibels in the stadium. As a matter of fact, that's one of the overrated things. So you combine that Carolina's in their home city, you combine that the impact of the result, it's not going to demoralize them. So I think that what we see here is a Carolina team who's actually going to fall right in line with the home city numbers. Also, let's consider how the Florida Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes were talking and acting after the game. What I saw was a Florida team, and look, I don't blame Florida for being all happy and talking about the win and giddy after the game. I mean, I don't blame them. I was delirious watching it. (laughs) And I'm a time zone ahead, (laughs) you know? So I don't blame them for for that. But what I saw from Florida, coaching staff, players, good for them. They should have been doing this. A massive sense of accomplishment, success, contentment, and frankly, more of this celebration point of view. You contrast that with Carolina, they were angry, frustrated, highly motivated to come out game two. Now, obviously, fatigue will be the biggest part of this handicap, but that matters that Florida got their win on the road. You know, and it's not, I talk about this, I think that something gets lost because a lot of you think that I say that Florida's just going to take their foot off the gas and coast game two. Right? That's not my implication. It's just a slight half of a percent approach. It's more of a mental thing that if Carolina is now in some all-in, must-win game two, which is going to be more of that mentality, and Florida, after playing two and a third games, got the win, much more likely on the road to have a bit of a letdown. All right, who wants a free $20? If you're listening right now and want a free $20, raise your hand. Also, if you're listening, want a free 20 bucks and want to start having a great way to lose a lot less money when you bet, raise your other hand, unless you're driving, of course. This is all simple. Sign up at betteredge.com. If you sign up at betteredge.com, you're going to have access to a platform that doesn't charge a VIG. Therefore, anyone in the world from you know my sister to my dog can bet risk-free for the rest of their lives. Not only that, if you sign up and put in promo code SBD, they're going to give you a free 20 bucks. So you don't even have to risk any of your own money to see how you like betting risk-free. Think about that. It seems too good to be true. I promise you it's not. Sign up today, betteredge.com, put in promo code SBD, start making more, having more fun, and uh, do it with a free 20 bucks. Betteredge.com, promo code SBD. As I mentioned, obviously, fatigue is going to be a huge part of this handicap. So let's talk about some minutes that were played and how it's going to impact these teams. Uh, I, I see a bit of a positive for Carolina when you look at the minutes played and the impactful players. I mean, Florida, uh, uh, they had three defenders. Now, keep in mind, I think both teams dressed uh, six defenders last game. So they had each team had 12 forwards, six defenders. So Florida, half of their defense played over 52 minutes. Carolina had one defender in that category. I mean, Florida had Gustav uh, uh, Forsling, Brandon Montour, played almost two hours combined between those two. So I think the defense for Carolina is going to be a little bit more rested. Yeah, Brett Burns played 54 minutes, Slavin played 51, but overall, the minutes were much more spread out defensively for Carolina. And that's how they play naturally. So I think this, this fatigue factor in game two is going to favor Carolina a little bit more. 
But let's talk about the forwards, because what I see from the minutes spread out in game one from the forwards, it was pretty even. I mean, you can maybe nitpick a few things here or there, but overall, pretty equal. So what I think we see coming up game two, my opinion, is that both coaches are going to want to spread the minutes out a little bit more, get the third and fourth lines involved for the forwards a little bit more than usual. So I look at the third and fourth lines, the depth for both these teams, and Carolina's got the better players. I mean, the third line for Carolina, uh, Jordan Stahl at center. You've got Nekis and Tivo Teravainen at the wing. Very good third line. The fourth line's got Drury and Stepin at the, Derek Steppen at the wing. And but Paul, how about that? Paulie Stasny, eh? Little Paul Stasny taking up the fourth line for Carolina, eh? Taking up the caboose at center, huh? Um... That, that, that's a good, deep team. So I compare that with Florida, and it's not like Florida's not deep. I mean, obviously they, they are, but Louis Sterinen, Reinhardt are the wingers for the third line. Sam Reinhardt is a very... We'll, we'll, I will concede that. Of all the players we just named, Sam Reinhardt is, is an elite third winger if he's going to play on the third line. And then uh, Anton Lindell is the, the center. Fourth line, you've got Ryan Lomberg, Colin White at the wings, and then Eric Stahl for the center. So it's not a huge difference. Both teams are deep, but I'll take Carolina's depth if we're going to get more of those minutes spread out. I mean, Paul Stastny played, I think, 23, 24 minutes game one. So I like that as well if you add everything up for the depth, for the minutes spread out. I think a little bit of an edge goes to uh, to Carolina. And then the goaltending, same thing, because Bobrovsky and Frederick Anderson both played very, very good games in game one. I mean, you couldn't have asked more. As a fan, as a better from either team, they both played very well, Bobrovsky and Anderson. But you figure they're not going to play next game. I would be very surprised if either of them play, which means we're going to see some backups. So if the backups play, we'll get Alex Lyon for Florida and it should be anti-Ranta. I would highly assume anti-Ranta for uh, Carolina. I don't think it's going to be uh, Peter Koche- uh, Kochetkov. I always struggle with that. But uh, So I think it's going to be Ranta. So look at, let's look at some numbers, some career playoff numbers. Because I think this is what matters for goaltending in the playoffs. I mean, how good are you in general? Yes. But do you have the experience? Can you show up in these high leverage situations and these high intensity situations and play your best hockey. So playoff stats for each of these players, anti-Ranta, 23 playoff starts or 23 playoff games. He's got a 2.51 goals against average and given up, uh, let's see, a 91% save percentage. So anti-Ranta, 23 games played in the playoffs, 2.51 goals against average, 91% save. Alex Lyon, Three starts in the playoffs, all of them this year, 3.26 goals against average and a 90.2 save percentage. Now you may say, wait, who's this Alex Lyon? I haven't heard of this guy. Is he new? Is he young? Is he a prospect? Is he just hot this year coming? No, he's 30. He's just, you know, easing his way onto the scene. So it's not like, you know, this is some young prodigy. He's good, not great. And obviously, 3-2-6 goals against, 90.2. You know, not the playoff stats you're going to get from Antiranta, but I will say this. He played well in the regular season when he got his opportunity. Just don't know if he's going to recreate that, which he hasn't been able to, him being Alex Lyon in the playoffs. So, let's all look at this. Let's put it all together. We took Carolina minus 140 in game one. Now, the line opens up game two. It opened up, I think, minus 150 and slowly came down to minus 145. It's still minus 150 in some places, but that's my limit. That's my value, So, or my, my buy price. So I like it at minus 145. I see some slight value up to minus 150, and that's where I like this game. So we'll go Carolina, game two, up to minus 150 as a game. 
And now let's talk about the series price. Because the series price, obviously a lot of what we just talked about comes into play. Carolina wins game two, shifts things for the series. That's going to have a big impact on the outcome of, of a seven-game series. So, you know, they've got to get game two, obviously. But if they do get game two, this price is good because I think in general, you price what the you look at what the price should be right now in the series. We're not making this bet because we're also taking Carolina to win. And therefore, hey, if they win, we'll have this price locked in. That's not why you make the bet. We're only making this bet because the price is wrong. At least I believe so. The price is incorrect right now in the series for what it should be. Uh, I've got uh, my price closer to plus 125, plus 130. And currently Carolina's plus 140 in the market. So the reason why I think this is happening is the market's pricing in Florida's normal home ice advantage. And I don't think that's going to be the case. Now, teams typically struggle going to Florida in a kind of similar way that teams struggle going to Colorado in the altitude. You go to Florida, it's hot, it's muggy. You may say, yeah, they play indoors. What does that matter? It still really matters. This has been well-documented. Players say it feels different in the stadium. The ice melts quicker. There's a lot that happens in these in these kind of climates with, with, with uh, hockey teams. So teams struggle going to Florida because the crazy humidity, you feel it everywhere, even inside the stadium. Again, there have been a lot of players who've talked about this. But Carolina is actually very similar. They talked about this last night on the broadcast. This has been known in betting circles for a while that Carolina, they don't de- they're not going to deal with the same travel issues or humidity or whatever the climate issues that most teams deal with going to Florida. So I think that's more of a wash. You know, it's almost like imagine if if Utah had a hockey team. Well, they would not be nearly as affected coming to Denver as most teams are. So you would have to discount the home ice every time Denver played Utah in the NHL. Same thing here. You just have to discount a little bit the home ice because Carolina is used to every, everything that goes into it. Therefore, I just don't think we get the same the, the same price. So uh, in, in general, for the whole thing, we still have the experience I talked about before last week or whenever it was with Carolina. Everything's still baked in. You know, both these teams looked good game one. Just couldn't pull in the last goal. But we got, I think, some value here. Both the series and the game price. Carolina Hurricanes against Florida. So, all right, that does it for today's podcast. Appreciate everyone listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning right here on Sports Betting Daily.